Hi, I'm Kevin McDonald. I'm the weakest kid in the hall, and I'm the next guest on screen and beyond. I mean, on on screen and beyond. Anyway, I'm the weakest kid in the hall. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for stopping by for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 530 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we've got a fun one coming your way. Kevin McDonald is going to be joining us. He was in The Kids in the Hall, that 70s show. He was Pastor Dave. He was on Lilo and Stitch, the movies, the TV shows, and everything else. And he has a new movie out called Boys vs. Girls. And it's now available. So we're going to find out all about that. Kevin McDonald's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So what do you say? Uh, it's the holiday season. Everybody's out and about. But... Still remakes coming our way. It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, the film Turner and Hooch is headed for a remake over at Disney. The 1989 film originally starred Tom Hanks, and word is he will be involved in it once again. And a remake of The Toxic Avenger is in the works from Lloyd Kaufman, who was a guest here at On Screen and Beyond. You can check that out in our uh, past uh, reruns episodes. And Cheaper by the Dozen is getting redone once again. This time, it will star Gabrielle Union. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Upcoming new movies, Gary Oldman, Army Hammer, Evangeline Lilly, and Greg Kinnear will be heading a dramatic thriller called Crisis, which deals with drug trafficking. It arrives on February 26th, and the Russo brothers will produce and direct Electric State. It's about a teenage girl who discovers a robot in her life sent by her missing brother. And Jennifer Lopez is set to star in and produce a crime drama for Netflix called The Cypher. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as sequels? <laughs> Sequel City, it looks like two sequels are being planned for the film After We Collide. And uh, I guess it's done that well that they're going to continue with that. And, of course, it follows the books and things. And uh, let's see, August 6th, you can look for The Suicide Squad. Now, there's no word if it's a sequel or a reboot or what it is of 2016's The Suicide Squad, but uh, we'll find out and let you know. And Spider-Man 3 will be hitting theaters on December 17th, 2021. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what do you say we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? (laughs) 
TV on DVD, well, Betty White's Pet Set, the complete series, will be strolling on digital and DVD on February 23rd. And you can look for Border Town Season 1 as it arrives on January 26th. And Border Town Season 2 will be hitting Blu-ray on February 16th. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we'll take a look at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> movies on DVD, well, on demand and digital on January 8th is the romantic comedy Stars Fell on Alabama. It stars James Maslow and Ciara Hanna. And the thriller... Fear of Rain hits Blu-ray and DVD on February 16th with digital and on-demand on February 12th and Host comes to Blu-ray on February 2nd. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, Netflix has renewed the supernatural thriller Lock and Key for a third season. HBO Max renewed Kaylee Cuoco's uh, The Flight Attendant for a second season. And sadly, Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett in the original Star Wars movies, has died at the age of 75. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we are going to be sitting down with Kevin McDonald. Now, get ready for this because it's going to be a wild ride. He was in The Kids in the Hall. He was also on That 70s Show as Pastor Dave. And he was in the Lilo and Stitch movies uh, and TV shows and everything. And he has a new film out called Boys vs. Girls. It's now available. So you got to find out all about it. Kevin McDonald, next on On Screen and Beyond. My next guest on On Screen and Beyond is a three-time Primetime Emmy nominee who many of you will remember from his role in the show The Kids in the Hall or his role as Pastor Dave on The 70s Show. And he also has done voiceover work including roles in the Disney, Lilo, and Stitch franchise movies and TV shows. And his latest role is in the comedy film Boys vs. Girls, now out on video on demand and on digital. It's Kevin McDonald. Kevin, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Go! 19 minutes and 59 seconds. Yeah. 19 minutes and 58 seconds. I guess I would ruin the interview. Thank you very much for having me. Is it a drag to have to say on, on screen and beyond all the time? Like to say on twice, on, on? It Do is. You regret uh, the title? Do you think you should have had a better title? Just screen and beyond maybe? Then you would go on, screen and beyond. It has a nice rhythm to it. I would think about that. Yeah, a lot of people have trouble saying that. Believe me. <laughs> It is. On, on, screen and beyond. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, Kevin, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, and you. you've got a new film out. Can you tell us about Boys vs. Girls? Oh, that's so nice to, say, to think I have a new film. It's like I have a film every year. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Uh, well, um, actually, this is a movie I'm proud of, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, it's, it's sort of funny. Like, it's funny. I was surprised. Um, first... When I first started thinking it, I go, oh, everyone's good. Well, when I come on, I'm going to ruin it. And then I, when I came on, I thought, um, oh, my God, I look awful. <laughs> and then once I got used to that, I thought I did not ruin it. So uh, not only is the movie good, but I don't ruin it. And, of course, it reminded me of a movie I saw when I was a teenager 
uh, meatballs with one of my heroes, um, uh, Bill Murray. And a Toronto kid, Chris Makepeace, who later, uh, his girlfriend became a star, and she was in, uh, she was in uh, my very first Second City workshop. Wow. <laughs> There. That's so, what I think about when I think about <laughs> boys yeah, versus girls. It does go back, you know, take me back to those films, you know, about camping and, and be going to camps and everything like that. Uh, it does have yes. that, that feel to it. Yeah. And what is your role in the movie? I play uh, coffee, and I'm the custodian of the camp, and I'm kind of a weird um, guy. Uh, I, even though we're talking about meatballs, I sort of, um, hopefully I didn't copy him, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Emotionally, not emotionally, that sounds pretentious. Spiritually, <laughs> that also sounds pretentious, but it's closer to the word I'm looking for. Um, I, I thought, um, even though I'm much older than he was when he did it, uh, I was more like Bill Murray in Caddyshack, who, I, who was sort of the custodian in the golf thing, right? That's a weird what I guy thought. that came in and out, and it was weird, and he seemed very inspired. So um, I didn't try to be very inspired, because then you wouldn't be inspired. I try to be calm and happy and hopefully uh, inspire things happen. I don't know if they did. Um, but like I said, the rest of the cast was good, and I, I, I don't ruin it. But me, uh, but let's see, I was like 19 when um, uh, Caddyshack, Caddyshack came out. And um, th- that was a movie that was important to me, too. It has so many comedy heroes of mine in it. Wow. Yeah. Now, speaking of the cast, this is this movie's got quite a cast in it. it it's 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 uh, just so many different people in there. Uh, how how was it working with those people? Uh, well, excellent. The kids were excellent. Uh, I, and um, by the way, I would say everybody was excellent because I'm polite. But this time, I'm really not <laughs> lying. <laughs> it was excellent. They were nice. For young kids, they had like timing and like acting chops. I don't have acting chops, so they were above me in that. Um, Colin Mockery's always a blast to do stuff with. I've known him since like the mid or late '80s. Um, the kids in the hall sort of hung around with him when he was in Second City. Um, and every two or three years, we either bump into each other or do something together, and and that was fun. And we shared a trailer, and we were like an old couple um, uh, sleeping on each end of the like nodding off on each end of the sofa. And uh, Mike, the writer director, was super nice and smart. <laughs> he was two things: nice and smart. Um, so working with everybody was actually a joy, uh, and which sounds like a silly way to put it. And that, yes, I would say that about uh, any other movie I worked on, but this time I mean it. <laughs> now, where was the the film f- filmed, and how long was the shoot? It was filmed in Windsor, um, Ontario, which I, I had old comedy friends uh, from Windsor, so um, I feel attached to Windsor, and also I, I perform in Detroit a lot. And uh, I never have gone to Windsor <laughs> through Detroit, but I always think, oh, I could just after the show, I could just go to Windsor. But I'm too old now, and I never do that. <laughs> and um, I don't know how, how long was the real shoot—three or four weeks? I don't know. I was there for a few days. Mm-hmm. A few days. They crammed me in for a few days, and I did all my stuff. Um, and I think it was around the time uh, Colin Mockery was there. I think he had more days than I did. Mm-hmm. So, so what that means, sadly for Colin, is that he, sometimes he, he had the trailer by himself. Then I came in and he had to share it with me. <laughs> now, did you? And go- I like Windsor a lot. Um, uh, Gordy from that band, <laughs> Big Sugar. He's from there too. Uh-huh. And I, I, I used to know him a little bit. I hope he's doing good. Huh. Now, now did you ever go to camp as a kid? Um, uh, when I was a cub, uh, I went, um, I hate it. And I, uh, that's how I found out that I was um, allergic to everything. Uh, like, allergic to so many things because we actually put our tent 
on everything I was allergic to, hay, dust, cats, I don't know, <laughs> put our tent on a cat, and um, I had to leave early because I had what I found out was to be the first of many allergy attacks in my oh, life, geez. Um, which later led to asthma, uh, so um, the, that, that wasn't such a great experience. I don't like camping. Yeah. I don't. I, 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 I have nothing against camping. I, I'm the problem, not camping. I won't blame camping. I'm the problem. I'm, I shouldn't be anywhere near camping. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, I, I take it this film is a comedy, correct? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> It's a comedy. Uh, I'm usually, uh, well, I always do comedies, and uh, I always play a person who doesn't, ha doesn't have a love partner. <laughs> I always play a, a single uh, person who's weird. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was a romantic uh, comedy horror movie, so, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, when you get you and Colin together and, and other comedians, is it, is it sort of like, Hurting cats, you know. I mean, trying to. I mean, you, you know, I can picture you guys just just throwing out these liners, you know, rapid, fast, and 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 things like right. that. We we were it was sort of a little, a little bit like hurting cats and a little bit of discipline because um, I was because I was only there two or three days or four, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, as I got more comfortable uh, and um, and I know and I've known it forever. It, at the end, I'm getting, I got a little more like hurting cats um, <laughs> because um, cause I have to feel safe. I have to feel that I'm not ruining the movie and that people um, don't mind. And then, so, um, and Colin's game for everything. So, it, if I had been there for three or four weeks, the last week would have been chaos between, like, with because of him and I. Yeah. Now, in Boys and Girls, was it? Did you follow a, a tight script, or did you do a lot of improv with it, or how does that work? Um, it, it was a good script. Again, I'm not lying. And there was a couple scenes where I, uh, I think uh, Mike thinks I'm lying when I say this, <laughs> but um, sort of reminded me of something the kids in Hall would have written. So I felt very comfortable. It, he didn't write it in my voice, but it accidentally it almost seemed like it could be my voice. So I liked a lot of the lines. But having said that, after a couple takes when he got it, he let us, um, Colin and I, uh, ad lib. And that was kind of fun. A couple of things got in. Um, the actual movie, and then um, during the credits, they show the outtakes, and they show a lot more things that didn't get in. Uh, they were funny, but they couldn't get in because they w would have ruined the logic of the movie because they were mm -hmm. stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I love the outtakes at the end of a movie. You know, <laughs> it looks how much yeah, you can see how much Reynolds fun. Yeah, in the 70s. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love the outtakes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they love those things. Those were always fun to watch. Yeah, now, was Kids yeah. in the Halls like that, too? Were you, you know, doing a lot of improv stuff and everything? Well, we started off as improvisers. Then uh, we, I guess we wanted to be like a sketch troupe, so we forced ourselves to write sketches. But there's all. Uh, but we were a stage troupe like for years. But for the first year, we were a real stage troupe. Every week, every Monday, we would do new sketches. 
uh, and then we were at the end of that year we were discovered by Lauren Michaels, and that took us two or three years to become a TV show. But that's not the, uh, your question. Um, uh, to answer your question, um, during that stage time, even though we never wrote the st- uh, sketches down on paper, we rehearsed them over and over. So there was always lots of freedom, mm-hmm. always lots of freedom to like to add stuff. Uh, and to even cut stuff because we knew each other well. We knew, oh, uh, uh, Bruce is cutting that bit because the scene isn't going well. Okay, I know what happens next. And um, but mostly we <laughs> we would add stuff. Then when we had the TV show, we learned very quickly that we couldn't add stuff when we uh, filmed when we taped in front of a live audience because it screws up the camera people. When we filmed stuff, we we added stuff. But what we learned the best way to add stuff was that we we always rehearsed uh, for her a few weeks before we shot in front of a live audience. And that's when it was like uh, the old stage thing. And a lot of the best lines from the scenes came during those uh, ad-lib sessions and rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. Now, this may be a foolish question, but uh, were, were <laughs> I'm you... I'm a foolish man, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, but uh, were you the class clown when you were in school? Well, <laughs> here's the thing about me. Like, yes and no. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a ham, uh, but I'm also really shy. So again, I had to feel comfortable, and so the classes where I had more friends in it, um, I would be the class clown. Um, but in the classes where uh, I didn't know that many people, I wasn't the class clown. And uh, I guess I was in enough classes where I was a class clown. Where one year they they always gave awards. <coughs> Excuse me for coughing. I think this was when I was in grade ten. They gave awards for like best student in math and geography and stuff like that. And they made a special one for me for comedy. <clears throat> because the people who were ahead of that committee happened to be in my classes, uh, but as I was, uh, as they called me, uh, a special award for uh, for humor, Kevin McDonald. Um, half the crowd, <laughs> half the people in the school, because we were in the gymnasium, gathered around. Half of the applauded because they knew I was funny, and the other half, I could hear the whispers. That guy never talks. He's in my class. He's not funny. He doesn't say a word. Who's he? Um, that, that's kind of the weird thing. Uh, but when I became a professional. I don't think I became less shy, but I hit it better. Because when I write an idea that I'm going to perform on stage, I think, oh, my God, this is such a good idea. Uh, the world has to hear this. I can't be selfish with this, this joke. I've got to tell everybody. And that sort of beats my shyness. Hmm. Now, how did you get the role in Kids in the Hall? Well, we were just um, friends. We were like, we, um, we met. Like, we were, we were like, uh, like friends. I met Dave Foley at Second City Workshops. And then we met... Uh, in that Cable 10 station, we met a guy named Luciano Casimiri, and we became the original kids in the hall, and we did a thing called Theater Sports in Toronto. The Theater Sports started in Calgary, and there was a, um, and we were the only like young people in Theater Sports, and there was a group in uh, Calgary called The Audience, and they were the only young people, and we had heard rumors that they were like us, and they had, uh, in their group was Bruce McCullough and Mark McKinney, and The Audience did so well in Calgary, they moved to Toronto, and we just started forming together. There were like nine or ten of us before Scott Thompson even joined. And people kept quitting because they got like writing comedy jobs or good jobs. Or they got married and they had to get a real job. And there were four of us. And then Scott Thompson forced his way into the troupe. <laughs> he just started jumping on stage. And uh, we had to like let him. Or we thought he would kill one of us. And then it became the five of us. Hmm. And then we had that magic year from 84, 85, and the end of 85. Again, I'm saying this thing. Uh, Lord Michaels discovered us, blah, 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 blah. But what was your question? Did I answer your question? Yes, yeah, yeah. And how, yes. how, um, how did you get the role as Pastor Dave on the 70s show? Well, uh, through the kids in the hall, um, we were doing our big uh, comeback tour in 2000. Because um, there were about four years between 96 and 2000 after our movie Brain Candy were... 
we didn't officially split up, but we didn't know what was going on. The movie bombed, and it was anticlimactic. <laughs> and then we did our, our 2000 tour. I was living in Los Angeles. So, you know, I had done Friends and Seinfeld, and it was like selling ideas for TV shows and stuff. And then um, it was a big show in Los Angeles, and in the crowd was Topher Grace, the star of um, the 70s show. He had gone, because he was a big fan, and he had gone with Mark Brazil, the creator and the, the guy in charge of uh, the 70s show. And he, uh, Mark Brazil had just written a character called Pastor Dave, and he had told Topher Grace about it. And Topher Grace said, uh, that guy, Kevin McDonald, he'd be perfect as uh, Pastor Dave. And I didn't have to audition. They just asked me to do it. And uh, it's always nice when I don't have to audition because I usually don't get the job if I audition. Um, uh, sometimes I don't get the job even if they ask me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I got it. Uh, so it was because of the kids in the hall. Yeah, you did a great job on that show. That was You were a riot. Yeah, oh, a, thank you. Yeah. Now, if you hadn't become an actor, what would you have done? Yeah, people always say that. And the thing I always say is a thing that a lot of men say, uh, like famous actors. Uh, I'm not famous. I'm um, famous-ish. Uh, they say that, so it sounds like I'm copying it, but I think it's true. Well, first of all, uh, two things. Um, if I would still be vaguely in the business, I would be a movie critic because I love movies. And I uh, always like to talk about them. But if it wasn't show business, I probably would have something to do with history, because I like history. Maybe it'd be show business. Maybe I'd make history documentaries. Maybe I'd be a history professor at a university uh, or something. I'm something um, nice and safe and boring. <laughs> now, you, you say you, you like movies and everything. So let, let's, let's finish up with this question. Well, not quite finish up, but, you know, here's a question for you. What's okay. your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Yeah, I don't know anything now. now I, nowadays, the only thing I watch is uh, old movies, and I watch um, <laughs> uh, sports. Uh, but, uh, but there is a show, I don't even know any uh, new anymore. I, they still make new ones, but it's new-ish enough. Um, the show that I'm obsessed with now on Amazon, uh, Fleabag. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when I was a teenager, uh, my favorite show, and it's my favorite show of all time, and not many people remember it. Do you remember Fernwood Tonight? Yes. Yeah. Martin Mall and, yes. um, and Fred Willard. Yes. That was, and they improvised. Yeah. That was exciting because you knew they were improvising. You knew that they had a few points they knew they had a hit, but the dialogue was all improvised. And um, I mean, it was on early in Toronto where I lived uh, every night at 7 or 7.30. Uh, I got so excited. I always make sure that uh, I do homework before or after, that I always had that half hour free. My sister got mad because some game show was on. <laughs> she like, but um, she understood and let me watch it. And um, I think I saw every episode. It was on every day of the week because they pretended to be a real talk show. Right, yes. And um, yeah. that's my favorite show. Uh, movies nowadays, like, what's a movie I like now? Um, there are probably lots of movies I don't remember. Um, there are a lot, all the drama movies are great. There aren't that many, in my opinion... There aren't that many great comedy movies anymore. Mm-hmm. The last great comedy movie that I remember liking, no, I liked a lot. The Big Sick I liked, and I liked, um, uh, it's a TV show now, now the, the, from New Zealand. What's the one about where they're vampires? Something with shadows? Uh, oh, uh, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I can't, it's something, oh, that one. Shadows in the, <laughs> the Dark. Or dark what, yeah, <laughs> their title isn't uh, catchy to remember. Yes. Um, but uh, an old movie that I'm thinking about a lot lately that I love, I think is perfect, and it happened just when the kids in the hall were 
we're like doing their shows every Monday is Spinal Tap. And that's uh, that to me is yes. like a perfect movie. And I wish uh, our first. I love Brain Candy, but I wish our first movie was Spinal Tap. Uh, yeah. Well, Kevin, I know we're running sh- short on time now, but uh, where can people follow you on social media, or, or can they? Uh, I, the only thing I'm on is Twitter. Uh, Mark McKinney, for, during a Kitchen Hall tour five years ago, Mark forced me to go on Twitter when we were uh, on a train ride from Toronto to New York. And uh, I don't even know my, um, uh, what's it called, handle? It, at Kevin, K-I-T-H, something like that. They'll find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not certified, but, I'm, uh, but if, it says at, if it says some combination, some order of uh, at Kevin, K-I-T-H, that's me. Well, Kevin, uh, uh, good luck with Boys versus Girls. It's now available on DVD. Uh, I mean, on uh, video on demand and digital and the whole works. It's all out there. Yes. And, uh, it's so modern, I don't know how to watch it. I know. <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's been a, a blast having you on here, Kevin, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Big thank you going out to Kevin McDonald for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. A lot of fun talking with that guy. He is a riot. And, uh, his movie is Boys vs. Girls. Be sure to check that one out. It's now available, so you can go and uh, have a good time watching that. And he uh, also is, uh, you know, he's, he's just a busy guy. And uh, he's got all sorts of stuff going on. And uh, we'll have another guest coming up uh, from that movie, actually, in uh, the next episode of On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you're ready for that one. And I uh, won't tell you who it is right now, but uh, we'll, we'll let you know. And uh, that's it. That's about uh, a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So, you know, we're going to be busy right now. It's the holiday season. And... Uh, Hope you'll all have a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and Happy Holidays. Whatever you celebrate, doesn't matter. But uh, hopefully the next year will be a better one. And uh, that's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <laughs>